You're listening to Much Love Sarah, the podcast that has the to the point answers you need for all things wedding. We talk about everything from timelines to guest lists to how to choose your bridal party and all the tiny details in between. I share from my experience in the wedding industry, help you think through the things you might not have considered, and leave you feeling confident in the decisions that you're making. Are you ready to leave wedding planning stress behind? You're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey friend, welcome to the podcast. I'm really glad you're here and I'm excited for today's episode. So you saw on the title, it's all, not all, but a list of tips for your wedding day that I've recently compiled from the last couple of weddings that I've been at that I think are just helpful and that you might not have thought about and just weird little quirky things sometimes you're like, I had no idea about that. So I guess we could unofficially title this episode, all of the random tips Sarah has that you might not have thought about, but will help you avoid all the inconveniences on your wedding day. It's long. That's why we're just calling it tips for your wedding day sort of thing. (laughs) It's easier to write in the title. All right. I can't say that these all are like cohesive and like have categories. So I'm just going to go through what we've written on there. And the first couple are like under one umbrella and the rest is just wedding day things. So here we go. (laughs) These first several ones are kind of under the title of getting ready. So these are all things that are helpful to think about and have and all of those things for your getting ready time in the morning. So my first, 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 first one that is so important that I really need to hear me on is that the bride is not the last one to get hair and makeup done. Okay. The bride should not be the last one to get the hair and makeup done. I say this for a couple of reasons. One of them is that if something's going to go late on your wedding day, it's hair and makeup. Point blank. Like always, always, always. If something's going late, it's hair and makeup that's running over time and doesn't finish on time. Or they have a bunch of last minute touches that need to happen. I mean, I've worked with some really great hair and makeup artists who are on time and on the point and know exactly how much time they need. But I've worked with an equal amount that have gone way over. It's always just one last thing. Things are going late and that sort of thing. So my biggest tip is to not be last. You should not be the one who is rushed on your wedding day getting your hair and makeup done. You should not be the one who is being like, well, we just got to get this done and haphazardly thrown together. Like you should look the best and most put together. So you should not be the one being rushed. My other reasoning for this is, is that if they do go late, it's better that it's on a bridesmaid. One, it's more okay if their stuff is rushed. Don't say I love it, but it's better than you being rushed. And two, it means that we can go ahead and get you in your dress. We can do zip up photos. We can do some bridal photos. We can do, you know, move on to her first look and that sort of thing while your bridesmaids are getting finishing, finishing up getting ready. Okay. So they have a little bit more wiggle room and they're getting ready time than you do. Does that make sense? I know a lot of hair and makeup artists are going to be like, no, you have to be the last one because you should be the freshest and that sort of thing. And I totally get it. And I totally respect that. However, you can still be the second to last and still be really fresh and put together and that sort of thing. I have another tip kind of in that realm that helps with this is that when you're finding hair and makeup artists, ask if they provide touch-up kits. These are magical things where they give you lipstick, some setting powder, a couple of things like that that they used on you that you then have to 
touch yourself up throughout the day. So this is the magical thing that you need. So especially if you are not the last one getting ready and you're not as fresh as they're hoping, you have something that can touch up all of the possible things that might get a little messy before your ceremony. So a thing to double check with them. And it's always good to ask if they have. Um, I can't tell you how many of my brides will re-put on lipstick and all of those things to touch up their look, especially like pre-reception. So yeah all great things. All right. The next thing for your getting ready thing is if your dress has a lot of buttons, like more than four or five, bring a crochet hook to help you. All of your girls, your mom, your bridesmaids are going to have their nails done probably. And having your nails done makes it really hard to get those tiny little loops over the buttons. And a crochet hook changes the game for that. So we'll always get photos of them, you know, buttoning you up, maybe getting one or two on. But then when we've gotten our shot and make our time go faster, have a crochet hook on hand to just snap them right over the buttons. I'm always there and very happy to do it. I can't tell you how many brides that I've buttoned their dresses for them because I don't have my nails done. And so it's easier for me to get my fingers in there. But a crochet hook is just always a good idea. The next thing is, is having some sort of fashion Hollywood tape for your dress. Uh, There's always a bridesmaid who, for some reason, you know, along the neckline or in the back or a strap or something like that just doesn't want to stay put on the day of because that's just how it is. And it's good to have tape on hand, especially for you too, especially if there's something poking you. You can stick a little tape on it. You can make sure you're not going to flash someone. Just because things fit differently on your wedding day, I can't tell you why they just do. All right. Eyelash glue is my next one. You're going to be like, why do I need eyelash glue? Even if you don't have fake eyelashes that you're putting on, eyelash glue is super helpful because you can put a little tiny dot on the back of your necklace where it sits on the back of your neck and it'll keep your necklace from spinning around on you. So that means that we don't have to fix it every five seconds. You don't have to worry about it, anything like that. The other thing is if you do wear fake lashes, Having eyelash glue on hand during the ceremony and the reception is so helpful in case something starts to pop up. You're wearing them for a lot of hours. There's sometimes some tears happening. Sometimes it's windy. Sometimes you're dancing really hard on the dance floor and an eyelash, the edge or the whole thing, whatnot, it shifts, it pops up. It's good to have on hand to be able to fix that too. It sounds also silly, this next one, but band-aids. You always, always, always want to have band-aids on hand. I had a bride not too long ago, actually, who um, cut her finger on a piece of her dress and then was walking around with a dish towel on her hand. And I was like, you got to do what you got to do. Don't get the dress dirty. But it took us forever to find a band-aid. So make sure in something, a purse or something that's coming with you all over the place has a band-aid. Along those lines, band-aids work for back of shoes as well if they start to rub someone because I can't tell you, again, so many times heels just start to rub because your feet get hot and sweaty or you've been on it for a long time. They just start to rub and cause blisters. The other thing you can bring for shoes is little pieces of stick-on muslin. I'm sure there's a different name for them for that, but that's all I've got for you right now. There's these little like cushiony pad things that you can cut into different pieces and then stick on the back of your shoe to give your heel a little bit of an extra cushion to prevent all of those blisters from happening. Along those lines, a change of shoes is always a good idea too. Bring flip-flops, bring something else, tell your girls. It's great. Um, Spray-on deodorant. 
bring spray on deodorant with you. Someone always forgets deodorant. Deodorant leaves white pieces and marks and whatever on your skin. Spray on deodorant can be shared between a lot of people. You can spray it on. It won't show up on anything. It won't rub off on anyone. It's just, it's the thing to have for your wedding day. All right, next thing, veil weights. I wish I knew about this sooner for my wedding because I didn't even realize it was a thing. Apparently, you can get these things, I'm pretty sure, off of Amazon or whatever. They look like little pearls or something like that, and you stick them along the very edge of your veil, and it keeps it down, especially if it's going to be windy out. During mid-ceremony for my wedding, my veil was like flying up like a ghost behind me or something like that, and my maid of honor eventually just had to hold it for me. So anytime that you're like, it might be windy on our wedding day, it's going to be outside, veil weights are the way to go. It'll keep your veil where it's supposed to be. No one's going to be whapped in the face by it. You don't need your maid of honor to try and wrangle it for you mid-ceremony. Just it fixes the things. All right, next thing. If you're going to steam your bridesmaids' dresses, which I suggest it's always a good idea to do that, if you're going to be in, if you're able to like do your rehearsal at your venue the day before and then the ceremony the next day and you're getting ready there, steam your bridesmaids' dresses the day before, before your rehearsal. Okay, why do I say this? When you are using steam in the same room, you are putting makeup on and putting your hair up. It causes issues, especially for the girls who already are having to fight to get their hair to stay in the curls, to like keep the curls on it. Steam does them no favors. It makes it humid. It makes moisture in the air. It makes it hot. So you're doing yourself all a favor to not do the steam the day of. And if you have to do it the day of, do it away from the getting ready area. Again, save your makeup. Save the temperature in your room because steaming it in the same room, it makes it hot in there. It makes it humid in there. You don't need to be sweating before your wedding day. And it helps preserve the hair. It's important. And the last thing with the getting ready section is make sure you plan time to eat. I don't care if you're not hungry on your wedding day and you're like, I couldn't eat anything. You need to eat at least a granola bar or something. It is a long, long, long time between you getting your dress on and when you're eating. Same thing for your girls, same thing for the groom and groomsmen and everyone else who's getting ready with you. You're like, I can't possibly eat right now. But I'm going to tell you, it might only be five hours until dinner, but that five hours feels like a really long time. You're going to be busy. You're going to be talking. You're going to be using a lot of energy. You need to plan time to eat something midday-ish, okay? I don't care if it's a grazing situation. You need to have some sort of food for you to eat. Cool. All right, so those are my getting ready-ish ones that have been like, you just these are the things that you need to know. They're important. All right, a couple other random things for your wedding day. Make sure your veil matches your dress color. I know it kind of blows your mind, but you look at all of the dresses in the dress shop and you have anything from ivory to white to off-white to cream to a tan-ish color. Sometimes there's different colored underskirts. Your wedding dress is not just white, okay? I know sometimes that's like, what? Your wedding dress is not just white. So, you need to look at the tag or ask the person who gave you, who you got your dress from, what color is it exactly for when you go and look for your veil if you're not getting it exactly from the store because honestly, it's cheaper to get it elsewhere usually. Facebook Marketplace is where it's at, man. That's where I got mine. But make sure your veil matches your dress color. So make sure if it's going to be a white, white, your 
veil is white, white. If it's going to be an off-white, off-white, ivory, ivory. Just make sure it matches because it does show up in your photos and your colors and that sort of thing. You're, you can tell when the veil doesn't match your dress. All right. Everyone slash not everyone, groom and groomsmen, pinning on the boutonnieres. I have done this a lot. If I'm at your wedding, I will do the boutonnieres for you. I do it all the time. But to make your life easier, make sure you ask your florist to give you two pins for each boutonniere. It changes the game. Like, seriously, it is magically different getting a boutonniere on with two pins than just one. When you have just one, you have to do the weird weaving through the fabric, and that's when you stick yourself and you're not sure if it's going to stay put, and it turns over sideways. If you have two pins, all you have to do is stick the bouquet on, stick one through the shirt or the suit um, lapel, and then down into the flower. And then on the other side, stick one through the suit and up through the flower. And it stays on magically. You don't have to do the weaving. You don't have to worry about poking people. All you have to do is make sure that the needle's not sticking out the bottom of the flower. And it stays on all day. It's great. Also, I recently saw these at a wedding, and I think they're magical. Slap bracelets for corsages. I'm going to say that again. Slap bracelets, like those ones that you used to have on a kid that you'd slap on your wrist and it would like tighten up around your wrist for corsages. It makes your life so easy. It's not scratchy like some of the elasticy ones are. You don't have to tie it on tight enough so it doesn't like flip all the way around. It's so easy, especially if you're going to do it for grandmas and you're not necessarily going to have like a specific person there to tie it on them. Slap bracelets. It's a game changer. I love it. Another thing is. For your shoes, you are going to be wearing heels that have a pointier heel. Get yourself some heel stoppers. They just make your life so much easier. It keeps your heel cleaner. It also helps you when you're walking around on the grass. I'm assuming at whatever venue, unless you're like in the city, you're going to be walking on grass at some point for photos. Do yourself a favor. Get these off of Amazon. They're pretty cheap. It'll make your life so much easier and you're not stabbing into the grass and having a horrible time at it. Okay, bustling your dress. Again, if I'm at your wedding day, I will bustle your dress for you. I have bustled all sorts of wedding dresses at this moment and I can do it for you in just a few minutes. I got you. However, if we have things that we need to do and I cannot be there in that moment to help you, make sure you have a video of it and that morning or the day before, a little bit before the rehearsal, make sure you've had several of your girls look at the video. Have your mom look at it and have at least three of your bridesmaids know how to bustle your dress and practice it if you have a sec, okay? It makes your life easier. I can't tell you how many times dresses have come unbustled because of how you sit, because someone catches the edge of it. It just, it happens. And sometimes you'll unbustle it for sunset photos. So, Having more people who knows how to bustle your dress is always a good thing because it means that it's easier to get rebustled if something were to happen. You don't have to go searching for that. Just one person who knows how to magically do it. Have a couple of your girls know how to do it, okay? Make your life easier. I promise it'll be better. All right, my last two things are about the cake. Um, your catering and your venue do not necessarily have a cake knife or a serving set for you. In fact, they probably don't. So this was just something that I was like, yeah, that's something that you need that I don't think anyone ever tells you and you don't really think about. So yeah, if you are cutting your cake, you need 
to bring get yourself a cake knife and a serving set. Just like one of those like little serving things. Even if all else fails, you just need a cake knife of some sort, okay? You need a cake knife and you need to make sure that you tell the staff that you need a plate and two forks on the cake table. There are so many times in which we have to like wait for three minutes for your cake cutting because we realize that there's no knife and there's no plates and no forks and I'm not sure how you're cutting the cake without those things unless you're holding it in your hands and yeah, just no, don't do that. So remember that you need a cake knife and a server if you want to be fancy and you need to make sure that the um, coordinator, the catering staff and or the venue staff knows to put a plate and two knives, uh, not two knives, two forks on the cake table. Cool. And the last thing is silly, but I had a florist tell me this and I've seen it happen a lot of times because it's pretty and it's a trend. Don't put eucalyptus on your wedding cake. Okay. I know it's trendy. I know it's cool, but eucalyptus is actually toxic to humans. And if it's sitting on your cake, that means that all of its um, oils and stuff is actually getting onto your cake that you're then going to eat, especially if it's hot out and the icing's kind of melting a little bit and the eucalyptus is sweating a little bit because it's hot and you're just mixing it all up. I've never heard of anything actually awful happening from it. It's just one of those things that the more you know, the more you know. So don't put eucalyptus on your wedding cake. Find some other greenery or just do flowers when you're doing the wedding cake, okay? Make your life easier. Make your guest life easier. Don't worry about and accidentally eating some of the toxic eucalyptus while you are cutting your cake. Cool? Awesome. Well, I hope some of these tips were helpful for you on your wedding day. Again, it's just all of these tiny things that it's not the end of the world, I guess, for some of them, but they just make your life easier and less stressful on your wedding day. And you don't always know what you don't know. And if you've not done wedding things before, you wouldn't know some of these things. So I hope that's helpful for you. I hope you got something from it. And I can't wait to talk next time. See you then. I love talking with you about all things weddings. I hope this episode was so helpful and that you feel ready to accomplish the next thing on your list. I would so appreciate it if you took two minutes to leave a review or share this episode on Instagram. It helps me know what you love so I can continue to answer the questions that are most important to you. Can't wait to chat next week. Much love, Sarah.